You know, honestly, watching that intro with lo-fi music in the background that I got going on was kind of satisfying to watch. Anyways, hi, my name is Imports. Uh, welcome to uh, Dropped Gears. Uh, I'm one of the hosts and the head admin of Evo. And with me, my co-hosts are with me as well, as always. Uh, we're already at our sixth episode, th so that means we've been doing this for six weeks. We're kind of insane, but uh, anyways... Uh, chatters, introduce yourself. Lime, go ahead. <laughs> Someone say, it's, what is this normal intro? It's working now, after six episodes. Hello everyone, it's Lime. I'm in the content creator part of EVO, and this is Drop Gears, buddies. Doing alright today. I'm kind of tired, but alright. What about you, Shorty? Hello, I'm considerably better than yes, uh, last week, <clears throat> gladly. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Shorty, thank you for listening. I'm glad we are finally um, back, and I'm also happy that today we have a little bit of a different episode. Um, I think Import is going to run you down to that shortly, but first of all, I just want to say it's Shorty, not Shorts, and Import may explain why I'm saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll get we'll get to that later, but yeah. Uh, last time I checked, uh, you're not shorts. You are shorty. Um, you don't wear shorts, or do you wear shorts? That's the question. Uh, uh, rarely, ah. basically never. Are wow. you short? Not anymore. I used to. Be. <laughs> I mean, people always ask why 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 do you choose the name shorty? Well, it kind of wasn't really because of my height. It was just meant as a fun nickname because. My old nickname, Toby Rausch, was too long, so I needed a shorter name. Mm. And back in the day, I was in some kind of team that was called Very Short Players, like or, or some like something similar, like not the actual team VSP that people know, but something similar. So it was like kind of a word, word joke I mm. made, and it just stuck to now. <laughs> yeah. And now we are shorty. Now we are shorty. Yep. Interesting. Always. Well. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining in. Thank you for everybody who's watching right now live and also for the individuals who are uh, tuning in into our Spotify podcast. Uh, if you haven't followed our Spotify podcast, you should. Uh, or if you haven't followed us on Twitch or Twitter or YouTube, do that thing as well. Also, we're still looking for feedback. And so far, we've been getting very good positive feedback, but the feedback has kind of been getting a little bit less and less. So if you guys have things that you would like to see change in the future about the uh, podcast or the show, just uh, let us know. Wow, that rhymed. How nice. Anyways, uh, so yeah, if you don't know how it works here in this podcast, besides uh, me sounding like an idiot and talking all the time, uh, we kind of go over really quickly what's happening in the esports world in Trackmania, and then also we kind of talk about some other topics uh, about kind of literally everything, any everything and anything we want because it's our show. And uh, so that's kind of how we're going to go. So let's go ahead and start with our first recap and that is going to be the uh regional recap for asia there shorty would you run us down the standings for that regional oh the regional oh god that's the only standings that didn't open great <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that's what's yeah, is it, going as usual now <laughs> I, like the only thing i know about regionals actually is uh, how evo did 
Okay. So, well, uh, Lime, Lime, you can see the standings. Uh, yeah, give it a shot. It's on the first place. It says Bobby IDN. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't watch any of this, so I have no idea. Second place, Dynasty. And third, Asia Overdrive. I have no idea for any of these teams. Can you believe that? Congratulations, you literally are the same exact as uh, the rest of Trackmania because everybody kind of who omegle all these people. Um, yeah, uh, so like if you're in the <laughs> Apex like scene, that at least we have people playing, you know, because yeah, it's something. The the scene is growing. There seems like so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean to be to be fair. So uh, from insider knowledge of what insider knowledge I have, um, according to SRK and those who are involved, were knowing of who's who, sort of in the Asia uh, regional community. Um, it's kind of popping off right now because uh, there are a lot of Asian orgs looking into Trackmania as a way of kind of showing up their brand. Ferox Industries is one of them. They're an Australian clothing brand. Uh, they recently picked up oh, a really? duo. Yeah, a bunch of nobodies, not going to lie. But like, um, they feel that they can get a spotlight in the regional league uh, for themselves. And these uh, these smaller regions, specifically like Middle East Africa, uh, APAC, even uh, NCSA, they find these regional tournaments or uh, yeah, these regional tournaments very valuable for them as branding. Um, but also what they're wanting is kind of more like leagues rather than necessarily just a, a tournament each month. And we might see World Tour eventually move to a format where it's kind of regional leagues rather than um, uh, just like a once a month tournament. But we'll see how it goes in the future. But that's it for APAC. Uh, next is going to be EU, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Hey, look, there we are. And it is going to be Shorty. Now you should have these standings. Really mad. <laughs> don't. <laughs> you don't? Wait, them. not even these you don't? either, bro? <laughs> I, I found them it. literally every single week. I found them, and now I'm trying, but I can't. You're in the mud, I'm, bro. I am. Right. I'm literally in the mud. Yeah. All right. Well, it's uh, Serotonin Events 1 this week, which is... What people thought was going to happen last, uh, last, uh, I say this week, this month, uh, people thought that Serotonin Events was going to win it uh, as coming in as the first seed. I mean, it's uh, Milo and Matus, so uh, they're really good players, and everybody kind of expected them to win. Uh, the kind of surpriser was Ascent, who was the first seed, or not the first seed, but the winner from last regional, they ended up tied for fifth. They went out in the uh, quarterfinal. Um, but uh, just to quickly go over all the standings, it's Serotonin Events at the top. Projet Blue Lock in second. Glorious Esport and Mint tied at third. Mint repeating their um, previous placements as last time because... Uh, tied for fifth, Ascent, Team Jail, Evo, Pink, NCC, MEC, Prod... Uh, I'll finish that. So yeah, Evo unfortunately ended up in a rematch against Mint, and kind of the issue that happened in that matchup. Since we're Evo, and we're going to talk about an Evo match. So fight me. Um, yeah, of course we have to talk about Evo. I was about I to ask what way. happened and why <laughs> we are almost too at little, the too late, Shorty. You're fired. Um, the <laughs> the match, honestly. At first, it was kind of looking rough because Mint Ari was up 2-0. Um, 
uh, actually they went up 3-0. So Mint goes up 3-0, basically. And the nerves and the frustrations on the side of Evo Pink were definitely evident. Nerves first map and kind of into the second map. But then third map was like full tilt. And then somehow out of nowhere, we get to the fourth map and things start changing around. And the in the fourth map, which was I think it was back and forth is actually what the map we won on. No, wait, back and forth was the one we Giga trolled on. Um, trying to remember what the fourth map was. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, it was gyroscope. That's right. Okay, so yeah, so the map that Evo lost against Mint in the last regional, Evo mm -hmm. comes around and actually pretty much destroys Mint on gyroscope. The map that Rozzy is extremely good at, he struggled on for whatever reason. Still made insanely good time, a 55-2 from what I remember. But um, yeah, Evo got a really early lead at the start. They got an ace and then a victory. Um, in the first two rounds, and then they were able to carry that early advantage to the end. And then it started almost looking like a reverse sweep. They won the second game afterwards immediately after that. Um, and then we got into the third map, which was reps. And unfortunately, Desco was just kind of in the mud. That's, that's the only way I can explain it. Stuffs was carrying really well, but Desco really I struggled on that identity. And... Uh, it ended up four to two in the favor of men. So same exact score as last time, but just kind of a different way of going about it. But Evo honestly could have won that. They overall and every single map, even the maps that they lost, they had a faster pace, but their mistakes, they were making really dumb mistakes, mistakes that they never make, um, like just bonking in walls uh, like that. Normally they wouldn't even ever come close to. Uh, just making really weird wall touches and, and mistakes that I just, yeah, it was frustrating to watch and cast. I had to cast it. I couldn't be there as the coach <laughs> sitting in the channel with them, telling them to calm the heck down. And they were just like, oh, so we still have re reviewed to do that. But that's kind of how it went for Evo. And honestly, I think it lit a fire under them because they really want to uh, come out guns a blazing for the third one. So. So yeah. maybe it was just uh, tilting. I mean, when you play Trickmania, every time that you crash or you touch a wall, it's like, oh, man, again, and then again, and then again. Yeah. I mean, the first two maps were definitely nerves. Like, you could tell yeah. that they were just, like, they were in their own heads really badly. Um, and then the third map was just full-on, like, tilt, where they were making really dumb mistakes. They were actually tied with Mint for the majority of the map until, like, the mid-ladder halfway point where they just Desco was running into light posts and everything that were like five years away from the actual line that he's supposed to be on. So yeah, he so was, it was uh, mostly on their side losing that actually meant playing amazingly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was really, day, I saw like, I saw, I mean, not, not, I think not really saw them, but I healed all the matches on the first day and tried to watch as much as I could. And they looked really strong, so yep. I didn't watch They're that last match strong. against Mint, but if you say that they made stupid mistakes, I think they definitely do have like the, the pace and also the consistency. I think they just had a pretty bad match there. Yeah, I, ironically, the map that they didn't have pace on compared to Razi, because really it's, it's the Razi show. Like, Tricky's good, he's fast, but what usually it is, it's Razi carries, and then when Razi makes a mistake... The good thing for Razi is that Tricky is consistent, but he's slow. Mm -hmm. So 
you have you have that that's their dynamic. Um, but Rosie was only faster than desk gun stuffs on gyroscope, which is the map they lost. Every other map, desk gun stuffs had the advantage of at least point two or three into the identity, and then the identity just kind of went out that's went a, out the wayside. That's yeah, somehow a huge advantage. Well. Well, well. Oh, shit happens. At least they are still top eight, which is yeah, which is which is the goal. Kind of, yeah, so it's, could be worse. Yeah, and they're they're sixth seed right now overall for um, World Cup and promo relegations at the moment. So they're in a good spot right now, and they have a, a somewhat of a point padding. So the, I think I think they could easily make promo rele- relegations. I don't think necessarily at the point that they're playing right now with the nervousness and the mistakes that they're making that they're capable of getting a challenger but if they would you just need the mental coach really things... quickly yeah yeah well funny thing is so day one i was in i was their mental coach so day one i was in the voice channel with them uh basically b- uh, being the coach uh, like doing doing Wait, the calls is, is that for allowed? them I don't know, but yes. I've been doing it and I haven't said it. Yes, yes, yes. It's, uh, I mean, it's maybe a bit weird because technically I'm the coach and not, <gasps> not Import. Oh, true. But I think Import is also allowed to be on the servers, just as yeah, me. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a team, only one of team us. manager. Like, yeah, we couldn't be both on there, but one of us on there is fine. Yeah, uh-huh. so I'm a team manager, but also I, I can get the caster thing as a TMGL caster. So either way, I can get into the server. Um, the... So yeah, I, I sent the call the first day they like it was really calm. Everything was able to keep the things uh, in, in check. Second day I had to cast, which drove me insane because um, I think me potentially being in there. I don't think me alone would have saved that game, but I do think that me being in there, uh, giving inf- uh, giving calls and information would have at least put some of their nerves at ease because I know Deska kind of relies on the calls to an extent because he doesn't check like stuff does. stuff's like flickers his uh ui off and on like every two seconds um which drives would drive like me insane a league player, yeah. yeah like a league player he's like he's like apming his like <laughs> his ui <laughs> so but uh yeah but deska he kind of relies on knowing that and if he knows that he has a lead he relaxes but if he Anytime he thinks he has to risk, he immediately makes a mistake. And I mentioned that in the cast too. I was like, anytime that Deska or Stuffs thinks that they have to risk, which they should, uh, which them playing normal is risking, like honestly. Uh, so when they say they're risking, they immediately lose focus and they crash almost immediately afterwards every time they've said it so far. Yeah. And so trying to keep them away from that mentality is like really important. And I think I could have done that if I was in there, but unfortunately I wasn't. So they were constantly always thinking they had to like push, make up and push. And yeah. So yeah, I think that was the major issue. But anyways, we talked about this for too long. Uh, Evo will come back stronger than ever. Let's go on to TMC over really quickly. Uh, We're just going to glaze over this alternate attacks. Omino sun sprout. I said it right this time. Um, all three of those, they are tied for first at three. Well, they're not tied for thirst. Uh, f- thirst? First? First thirst. Um, alternate attacks is in first. 
Ominode Sun is second, Sprout is third because of the map difference points. Excuse me. Um, Schweine Aim and Orcs GP Numelops. Schweine Aim is fourth, uh, Orcs GP Numelops is fifth, BS Plus Competition is sixth, Easy Dream and Exalty, they are tied for seventh. They are both in the mud uh, at one and three with a map difference of eight compared to BS Plus, who is also one and three, but they have a map dis difference of five. And there's only one week left to play for Team CL, and that is going to start on f at 5 p.m. There are three. I couldn't they have just done it at the same time as Team Two? <laughs> Whatever, man. I don't. This, this league is so. Uh, um, you don't like weird. it? I think uh, it's funny. Team I CL. I like attacks, and funny thing is, I say this because I'm actually. Uh, by the way, I'm casting for attacks on Saturday. <laughs> oh, really? Because because uh, Boney, oh. Boney is going to be at Gamax, and Boney is the caster for attacks. So I will be casting the attacks vs plus match, um, for attacks. Anyways, um, yeah, this this league though, like beside attacks and Schweine aim, I really could care less. Um, because it's kind of a bunch of mid-range teams, and I really only think I don't, I don't even think it. I don't know if any of them could be a team GL team, to be honest. Maybe maybe sinners, but that's about <laughs> it. I'm gonna be honest. Um, yeah. So easy Please dream. Proud, actually. Oh, no. no, I I disagree. No, no, oh, definitely okay. they can, they can. But uh, maybe anyway, you don't have to discuss that. No, no, maybe. we don't. Uh, yeah, Easy no. Dream Orcs Numelops is going to start at 5 p.m. Central European time, followed by Exalty Sprout, then Attacks BS Plus at 7, which I will be casting. You should come check me out. I don't know where I'm going to be casting, though. Uh, Ominotson and Schweine Aim Racing are going to be match of the week as they are both vying for first place. So, or no, Omin Omino is still whatever. Anyways, TMGL, this is the one that matters the most. BDS, they lost their first match, but they are still in first. BDS is now 5-1 in first place, followed by Solari Gamers first, Carmine Corp second through fourth, respectively. Then it is ITB and Alliance sitting 3-3, three and three, and then unfortunately in the mud, those who have been eliminated from playoffs for TMGL is big at 1-5 and, and Sinners at 0-6. Um... Yeah, not much too much to say about that. But since we're pretty much at the end of TMGO, we have one week left, but it's kind of whatever at this point. Is the standings for you both expected? No. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no. I'm actually sad that the last week doesn't really matter for the playoffs because that's... I mean, at least it doesn't It matters matter for, for the top four. Yeah, it matters for the top four, but it doesn't really matter for who gets into the playoffs. So... A little bit unlucky, I guess, I guess, but overall, I would not have expected. I think, may, I mean, I said it, that's really difficult to to predict that. I think early on with Sinos losing the first couple of matches, you could have predicted that it's going to continue like that, even if you obviously don't, like nobody would want that, of course. But other than that, all of those matches are super close, basically. Like, like you have one or two close matches every single week and I think this playday just looking at the results like every single match has been like super close basically so it's hard to predict I would say but it's uh, yeah it's, it's sad yeah it is I mean for example for big uh, 
personally, I never expect them to go out of on playoff. Uh, I think Big had like a close match literally every single week. They had yeah, every single match. It the was only blowout really match they had was against sinners. It, yes, yes, something similar with sinners. So it's like it's it's hard for for me to say now which team I would like to see, for example, out of playoff. When I've seen everyone playing, uh, it's, yeah, it's, not, it's not like uh, any it's a team hard decision, right? you know. It's a, uh, it's it's. They were fighting for perfection, you know, and the standing now is so sad. Uh, this standing is a uh, reflective of what they were trying to do, and they were trying to fight for. It, and is it just? Uh, is it just sad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I kind of expected Sinners to be on the bottom half. I just didn't think that they would go zero and six, which is really sad to me. Yeah. Um, especially those first couple of weeks where they seemed like kind of competitive. But then, yeah, you could just tell they kind of gave up um, for the rest. I mean, they tried even against this uh, this last match against um, Alliance, but they just are kind of in the mud when it comes to this map pack and their their style of play like they did well on slowdown they they can do well on certain maps but a lot of the other maps uh are just not their style and even if it were their style i don't know necessarily that they would perform at the top level i think it would just make them a bottom middle to a middle tier and i i know it's probably terrible as like the cat i like the one the official caster for sinners but i have to be realistic right now it it's is just okay to be realistic yeah. when this stuff like this happens it yeah. doesn't make you go against the team or anything yeah i'm still i still root for them and everything but yeah it, it it's one of those things where they just have some major skill issues that they have to address like if if re they really are just like one style tech andes then yes mania grand is, league is not for them yeah that is one thing the team that adopted the best is the team that is gonna be on uh the front and they are tech andes uh also geiko told me that and they just didn't adapt to the new maps they didn't adapt to the new strategies and uh, identities so it, they are not bad players at all they are magnificent uh, players but they just didn't adapt to the to the new meta and it yeah. shows yeah and you they can tell too that too you can tell that too by their automatic ban of like gyroscope every map uh, every every game like they just refuse to play gyroscope and i think the one it's one of those maps that if you problem. yeah like it's honestly gyroscope i don't think is the problem i think the problem is just their lack of ability to play other styles yeah, yeah. i mean yes. if, if you as a team no matter what who your opponent is always been the same map then that's i don't think yeah. that's the right strategy and i think that just shows that they have like skill wise a problem with that kind of map that's, that's that's like regional that's regional team level of banning like regional teams will ban their worst map yeah, I mean, it makes like obviously it makes sense if that's. Oh, he died. So maybe he will come back. Short, <laughs> shorty, shorty, yeah, Shorty just no. died. Anyways, uh, what I think he was gonna say is like it, it. It shouldn't matter what what map you pick, um, and once you. Oh, there he is, Shorty. You're oh, back. Hello, you. Amazing. Your internet completely died, my guy. Amazing. So.
Don't forget to uh, show your camera too for the live people. <laughs> uh, but we we understood what you were saying. You were saying basically that um, it, it doesn't. It shouldn't matter what map it be. If they're playing at TMG level, they should be able to play every map. And not not necessarily play at every map, but if you have a map that you're so bad on that you can't pick it or play it against any other team in the whole league, then that's a problem. Yeah, that's fair. And he's back on the camera too. Nice, killing it. All right, well, that's it for TMGL. I uh, well, now the schedule. Uh, so Sunday, February 26th, is going to be the last week of TMGL before the playoffs. Uh, man, I got a belch. I should not drink that last uh, gulp of soda there. Uh, 5 p.m. <laughs> Central European time is going to be, uh, the first match is going to be big versus BDS. Then followed afterwards is going to be ITB versus Sinners. Unfortunately, I'm going to be honest, folks. The first two matches really only matter for BT, uh, BDS and ITB. Well, mm. actually, it doesn't even matter for ITB because ITB stuck in their in, in the fifth and sixth spot. So actually, it doesn't even matter for ITB. For BDS, it does matter if they want to be able to stay in the top two. Um but they kind of have a pat, some padding with the uh, win over the rest of their uh, other three opponents. Uh, Alliance and Carmine Corp. This uh, matters for Carmine Corp more for that top two seating um, with their win over BDS. Carmine Corp's riding on a high, so that should be pretty exciting for them. Alliance, they're also in the same situation as ITB. They're stuck in the fifth and sixth position, so it doesn't really matter uh, whether they win or, win or lose. They're guaranteed, guaranteed playoffs. Uh, match of the week is going to be G1 versus Solari. This does matter. This is pro this is why it's the match of the week, because it actually does matter. Um, uh, it is uh, a fight between two of the top four teams trying to get into the top two for that uh, bye week in that playoff. And uh, it should be a pretty spicy match. G1 riding on a high still. A close call against Big, almost losing that match, but able to clutch it out. And then Solari uh, been playing pretty dominantly. So that should be an exciting match. That's going to be at 8 p.m. Central European time. And that is it for our TMWT report recap. Of the week. And now for the weather. It's four degrees there. Yes, it's four. Oh. Actually, well, actually that, really make, that makes warm. sense. And today was 12 Celsius and it was actually nice. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Clear, clear sky. Actually, it wasn't clear skies. It was kind of like foggy today, but still 12 Celsius. It was nice. Every day is cloudy and ugly here in Hamburg, but I'm getting used to that. I'm getting used to it. Yep. For sure. Well, if you didn't pay attention to those watching our live show, and uh, I'll explain it for those in Spotify, we played a video at the beginning of this uh, before the show started, and we already posted this video on our YouTube and made a big Twitter announcement on Monday at 4 p.m. You should check out that video if you haven't already on our YouTube channel. That's Evo Trek Mania. Um, and we announced that a team that has been long known in Trekmania for a very long time, um, has now left their org and has merged into Evo. So all the boys from the Trekmania division in Eminem Gaming have left Eminem Gaming and moved into Evo. So we have absorbed an entire tech and mixed team division into evo so now we can be even bigger than before and uh be the attention whores that we strive to be um <laughs> and yeah so 
yeah, that's that's what happened. Eminem is part of us now. Uh, Eminem is dead. Eminem, the org, is still staying live. Uh, and you should check out the interview that we did too because we uh, we actually did a short stream um, with an interview with Speedy. And we'll have Speedy on, I think, next week is what I, what I told Speedy. Um, and he'll kind of give us a little history rundown again as well. Um, but yeah, Speedy, it basically explained that Eminem as an org kind of ignored the Trackmania division after a while. Um, and it got so bad to the point where they just couldn't stay there anymore. And so they were looking for a new home and they thought, Hey, why not reach out to the evil guys? And so Speedy slid in my DMS and I, and I freaked out and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's Speedy. What the heck, bro? And then, um, <laughs> yeah. So that that's I mean, how date like one season for for Eminem. So I'm I'm also happy to hear that news. Yeah, and I know people are uh, some people are sad about Eminem not being in Trackmania anymore, but they still are. The people that made up Eminem are still in Trackmania. They're just under a different name, and it happens to be a better one. That's all I have to say about that. But uh, yeah, I'm super happy for the Eminem, uh, for the. I need to stop calling them the Eminem guys. I'm so happy for our new tech and mixed guys that have joined Evo, and I'm super excited for uh, 2023. Can you mention them? Can we can mention I, them? I mean, so, we can. Uh, I just I there's so many of them. <laughs> also, don't forget the new Evo New World division that has formed because of it. The new wait what? The <laughs> New World division. Oh yes, we 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 now have an e Evo New World uh, team in the New World Online, the Amazon game things. Yeah, is it bad that I don't even know what that game is? <laughs> should I should I know that or New I, World? It was I, like I the like most it, top in MMO when it first I came out. I feel like if you would show me the game, I would I would remember, but just purely with the name, I don't. Fair New World. RPG thinking. It's not my type of game anyway. So I can give you I can give you a list of the people that I can see physically right now. So that would be Astronomia, Azil, Insane. Azil is a uh, carp for carpent. Yeah, yeah carpenter. Uh, um, Insane, Nevermind, Nico, Nitro Faint, Pep, Zebby, Speedy, Vague, Zephyr, uh, BT. Min two thousand two. I don't know if these Discord names are accurate to their yeah, it's the names. Name. Uh, PMS. Pex, Scarperp, Scotty, and Vortex. If you're so. in the chat, type one. Yeah. Also, if you're in the chat, oh, BT is beat. I have to clarify that New World Division thing was a joke. We do not have an official New World Division. Uh, we just like to play really it together. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Which I haven't played it in like a week because I'm busy um yeah so that's been exciting i'm super excited for uh for them to have joined us and i think there's gonna be so many cool things also if you haven't known already the tech community has been working on a project trying to get a revive um well not revive but like not only maintain the competitive tech side but revive it in a way that it, there's a tech circuit kind of like how fms full speed major um is done and they're trying to do a tech uh tournament circuit and Speedy and and some of the other guys in Eminem are involved in trying to get that that set up and everything. And I'm super excited for them. I'm super happy to support them in that endeavor um, if and when they need it. So I think it's just a happy marriage that we have been able to kind of uh, successfully have. And 
Um, they're looking for a platform. We are that platform, I think, in Trekmania um, to to celebrate their victories and support them through their losses. And yeah, it's going to be a fantastic, wonderful time this year. And so many more things coming this year as well uh, that we've already mentioned in previous podcasts. So you should go listen to those in your own time if you haven't already really mad. Now! <laughs> so fast. I mean, we're going to talk of Speedy next week, so we're going to talk yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, the yeah. details of that. Woo! Yeah, so now, it's the topic is says story time, but really, um, we felt like we're already attention horse, so, oh yeah, go ahead, <laughs> leave it, leave, take, okay. it, take it away. I was thinking, because uh, the past two weeks, we have had uh, guests uh, here in the, in the podcast, and they have talked about their story and how they got into the position they are right now and everything. And we somehow always hint about what we have done in the past, but we haven't really talked about what we have done in the past in, uh, in details. So I thought that it was a good idea for today's podcast to talk about our history in uh, esports or in Trackmania, and how we got into the position we are today. So basically it's that. And we are attention whores, and we like attention. So we are making it so egocentric. And that's why on today's podcast, we're going to talk about ourselves. Because why not? It's our podcast, and we can do it. So if you enjoy it, I mean, I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) It's going to be story time. (laughs) Get out your popcorn and enjoy And then one day a tree spoke to me and I knew right then and there that after the tree (laughs) spoke to me, I was supposed to become the head admin at Evo. Let's go. (laughs) True story. True story. Who's going to go first? Maybe we start with Shorty since, yeah, since you've been the longest Trackmania player. Wait, but I should (gasps) go say, no, okay. Oh, good. I'm not going, I'm going first for once. It's, it's time for change. I'm ready (laughs) for it. (laughs) <laughs> I just realized that I said longest Trackmania player, which makes no sense. Longest of, playing time Trackmania player. Because longest would imply, if you took shorty. that literally, it'd be like, we just like stretch Shorty out and like, he's just really long. Okay, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, all right. This so, is what the podcast is. <laughs> so where, where do I begin? How many years ago was that? Was that 14, 15 years ago? Maybe I don't years really ago. know exactly. No, it's definitely more than cavemen. I just, I just don't have like I, do, I didn't, I did, I never wrote down the year when I started, and I don't think that's it's, it's really easy to find out afterwards. I'm just kind of guessing and adding years, so it's, it's about, it's, it's between twelve and fifteen years, something like that. <laughs> definitely more than twelve, though. Um, I was at a friend. As, at his place, and for some reason, at, at their parents, e- even then, they had three PCs already, and wow. uh, we played random games here and there, like what you what you do, right? And Trackmania was one of those games. And a couple of weeks after I, w- I last saw him, I randomly was like, "Man, that that game that that was nice. That was that was cool." So I asked him, and he gave me like the CD that you had for Trackmania Nations Forever, that uh, that. Uh, magazine CD where the game was on. Oh right, so right, right, right. I installed the game and started playing. It was playing. a magazine. 
It was in a magazine, yeah. So you had to buy, buy the magazine and then you get the game or something nah, like you that? No, you could have also downloaded it already ah, okay. then. Or like you could have, uh, like Nations of was the free version. So that was kind of the advertisement strategy from Adeo back in the day. So you had like everyone that bought this uh, PC magazine, they also got like a free copy of Trackmania uh -huh. and, and other games on okay. the CD. So that was, well, I think that was actually pretty smart from them, to then. be honest. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, years go by, I, I at some point got my own laptop. Um, later than I was supposed to get it because I did some dumb shit. <laughs> so instead of getting it for my birthday, I had to wait until Christmas. <laughs> Oops. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, a couple of years go by. You know, it start playing Trackmania. Um, join join certain teams. I mean, obviously the, the team I I was in longest was THE back then. I don't know how many years I have been with them. I. I joined them for two years, left them for half a year because I did like I actually joined them when I was like really young and I didn't have the skill. Like I was close, mm -hmm. but I didn't really improve while I was there in those two years. So I left for half a year, just played Trackmania on and on and off a little bit. And after half a year, all of a sudden, like one of one of the THE members was on the server again. And uh, we just played, and for some reason I was better, <laughs> so I rejoined. <laughs> and uh, then I started becoming like really good, actually. Like those were the the two or three or four years or something. Then with THE, where basically you had ESL league back then still. And then we started out in fifth league, and mm -hmm. we climbed all the way up into the first division eventually. And I think I was uh, at that time. I definitely was one of the main reasons for that. I'm not going to say I did it alone. Obviously, it's a team effort, but I did. I do think I, I deserve to call myself the, like, quote-unquote, best player for THE back at, at that time. Um, So, yeah, it's, now it's getting difficult to remember. Like, now is the <laughs> time where, where more things happened because I have no fucking clue. Like, obviously, I, I at some point, I drove to Gamers Assembly two years in a row, like 2015 and 2016, I think. Um, one of those years I was with Furonics at that. Okay, let me let me try to remember the like how it went. Make so me I I, I don't know the exact way it was. I only remember that uh, there was this this event Izuba Nest two times in a row in the first edition, and I never really like I never really had any like real or massive success in any solo events or anything like that so it's never was like oh yeah uh, I, I never really had any reason to join any of the real big shot teams like i once tried with bx3 back then but uh, mm -hmm. after half of a year of of uh, like apprenticeship time I, I don't know like trial like we called it trial time back then uh, they they didn't take me for well, we don't have to get into those reasons, but they didn't take me because I was bad. Let's let's put it that way. And I also didn't have any personal disputes with any of them. But things sometimes are weird, so I didn't stay with BX3. Joined back THE. Uh, tried my luck in a different team, but I may or may not have uh, directly left that team after two hours. <laughs> So that was that was nice. Yeah, that was cool because that also was uh, um, that was also where where shorts also was there. So that was the first time I was. That was the second time I was with shorts in the same team. So where I was, I joined them, 
joined their team mm -hmm. speak, had like a nice talk for two hours. Then I went offline again, had some problems with THE because of that. And basically, I really like 24 hour race was always my favorite uh, event. And because I left THE, they didn't want to play 24 hour race with me. So I had the option of, yeah, well, I just go back to THE and <laughs> uh, was nice <laughs> talking to you guys, but 24 hour race is more important. Or I just be like, yeah, well, um, guess I'm not leaving nice with THE and uh, not no 24 hour race with them again. And well, I literally decided that 24 hour race was more important for me. Um, yeah. That was Basically. a shorty time. That was uh, that was very weird. Not gonna lie, I I have <laughs> no idea, but it happened. Let's let's just say it happened. Um, yeah, I did really well at the Nest Cup. Like there's, I mean, you can still watch the VODs, and I think it's still something that I really highly like. It's one of the events I highly recommend to watch because the format was really cool. You had like the side by side, and like not not only the way that. Like, you had maps that were basically mirrored, so you, you could go either left or right, and you had to switch each round, which was difficult <laughs> to remember during the match. And at the same time, because it was mirrored, you had the point of view of both players, like one, one player on the left and one on the right in the, in the pot, uh, like in the stream. So that was really fucking cool to watch as well. I uh, got, got a really good result there, and afterwards I got asked by both Acer and by Euronix to join them. And then I joined Euronix. Then I've been with Euronix for a couple of years, went to Gamers Assembly then. At least one of the years, like at least 2000, or was it 17 maybe, I, I went there with, with the Euronix uh, shirt and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, eventually we decided that... You, I mean, it's it's been the same for... For basically all of the the orcs and Trackmania at that kind of time, you didn't really get big of you didn't really get a lot of support, right? So then we decided to try and maybe find an organization that wants to support us because we we never had any issues with Euronics Gaming or stuff like that, but they didn't really support us. Like we were allowed to to be part of their team still. We we had our like the merch stuff. But it's it wasn't like yeah well we drive to a tournament and they pay us for it because why the fuck would they like we we don't give we don't gain them any money nobody watches Trackmania and there's like one tournament a year so they you it know was a dead game. Who, who it, it was a dead game it was a dead dying that? game yeah. at that point it, it's it's similar to what Spam said right like he, yeah. he also was had had the, had similar problems there with with Dignitas also giving up the Trackmania squad. Um, didn't didn't work out for for multiple reasons, and since then, uh, I just continued with THE. I didn't really play anymore, really that much, to be fair. Just continued having fun with TTC and stuff like that, and uh, built some maps here and there. Right, started mm -hmm. having fun, especially when when Trackmania twenty twenty. Especially at that around that time, I started having a lot of fun building maps, as you can see with the track of the days I've built. Which are controversial. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know how to how to say that. It's it's let's just say either you hate my maps or you love them. Like you're not gonna be like, ah, it's decent. They are usually you, you either hate map, them or you right? love them. Hmm? You did the map uh, the backward map. 
That was... I did multiple maps of backwards, which is yeah, why no, people but believe I only only do backwards. Yeah, I did. I did one. So that was the very first. Which was the first one? I think the very it was first. Was the blue one? Yeah, there was. So there was one backwards map where I, that I've built where you go forwards or you go backwards, and you. And it was the, like it was the same path, but you just started out differently and then joined up at the first checkpoint and drove the same map backwards or forwards, which was supposed mm -hmm. to be similarly fast. But uh, apparently, you can backwards speed slide upside down. That kind of ruined my calculations a little bit, but anyway, it worked out, it worked out decently. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, backwards. I mean, backwards was always supposed to be faster because it's just backwards is just full speed on a crack. Like, dude, one one SD a little bit better at the start, and you're just one second faster. <laughs> so yeah. Um, then I did one map where you had like where you switch between driving forwards and backwards through the map. There was one map where I, where I had like different paths so we had overall six different paths you could take and they intersected with each other so you had like the start you could choose either grass or, or ice turn then you could choose either tech part or dirt part and then at the end you could choose either either a tech part or a full speed part and wait those were was, track of the day which also was track of the day and that was supposed and i tried to make them as far like basically all of the paths were supposed to be similarly fast or like exactly equally fast and actually that's i think that's the map i'm most proud of because to this day it's still unknown what's fastest like both at the start top three times do different lines and at the end you also have different lines so like mother yeah, goes goes for that. the eyes like sad like dirt is way faster than tech but he goes for tech mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> at the end the, the at the end you you have uh, like sausage tech or full speed and it's still not known what is faster at least to my knowledge. I'm, I mean, it's one of the, it's a rather old map by now, so I don't think anyone is going to actually revisit it. So, yeah. yeah maybe for, by the track of the day speedrunners. I read today someone in some chat that I know, maybe it was a spammy chat. Someone wanted to do a track of the day speedrun or something. Maybe we will see your map again. Maybe, maybe. I know that the community speedrun does have one of my maps. I don't remember which one. Oh yeah, I also did an underwater map, but we don't talk about that one. <laughs> underwater map? Wait. Yeah, there was an underwater... I mean, there are more than one underwater maps. There was a second underwater map as well with Reactor Underwater a couple of months later. That was uh -huh. really fucking cool as well. But technically, I had the first full underwater map. But uh, yeah, that map was interestingly received. <laughs> yeah. And then I had like one map where you had a trial, like a hidden trial route. Which you needed for AT, which drove some players insane. Some more than others. <laughs> trial map for AT. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, it, basically, you know? it's it's a very beginner friendly map, and in the map itself, there's just uh, you can just do some trial jumps and uh, wall jumps and stuff like that to also jump from checkpoint to checkpoint. Which is uh, which was hidden, or at least supposed to be hidden, and uh, kind of leaked it. But it was, I just I just didn't want people to know during the cup because like I didn't I didn't try to like keep it hidden at all. I just didn't want people to know that there's a faster route during the knockout because it's it was impossible to go for it. Like it I mean, took it the first person like two hours to finish it for the first time. 
I try, I'm trying to remember which map was this. I mean, back in the day when I first started playing Trackmania, uh, the only thing that I was playing was basically Cup of the Day. And I played that thing for like a year and a half. And the I mean, only map that I remember from you but... is the backwards map because it was blue. Oh, the, la the last one, yeah, the last backwards Yeah, map. but it, any the other maps that you're mentioning, is like, no, I, I, I don't know. I mean... Literally, oh the literally one of the map is called back and forth, but with an and sign and not the n, which is in TMGL now. So they kind of stole my name, really mad. Oh, really? <laughs> so um, do it. Yeah. Do them, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, no, I'm not gonna do that. But yeah, um... apart from I, I, I mean, apart from that, I really had a lot of fun with with those those maps. I, I mean, I stream. Or I, I used to stream until I have certain issues right now. Actually, did I say that on stream at all? No, uh, you on haven't podcast? mentioned that. I haven't. Mm. I have kind of just avoided the issue. So maybe now I can, and then then uh, you can you can take over for the next part. So I I used to stream, and uh, I we also did a, a. I already was part of a different podcast that sadly stopped a couple of months ago. So I. You know, I, I kind of did a little bit of this and that. I also tried to host an event at some point for, for a couple of weeks. So that kind of also didn't really work out because that was uh, a game mode that is very different from the normal Trackmania and people sadly didn't seem to want to uh, give it a try. Like, the people that did try it out, like, really love Chase. Like, that's what I mean. But... Uh, the Chase thing? Nobody really tried. Like, there was... At the very beginning, people were were there, but it just yeah. died down. And I tried to like restart it, but it didn't work. Uh, I remember the result playing that. It was really fucking cool. I really yeah, I, it was I a miss cool it. Mode. So uh, yeah, so why am I not streaming right now, and why am I not watching TMGL as much as I probably should or would want to, and why am I not playing Trackmania? So a couple like maybe by now it's actually like. One month ago, I I visited my parents over the holidays. You know, Christmas and uh, New Eve's. I've I always visit my parents, so that's normal. And we go watch uh, a wonderful 3D movie called Avatar 2. <laughs> and uh, relatively early, I started to be like, oh wait, why is everything turning? And at some point, after like two hours or so, I, I left because I literally physically could not continue watching it. And uh, then waited for for my parents and uh, like for for the rest of my family to to come back. We drove. We have we have to commute like forty five minutes back to to our home. And usually, even under normal circumstances, since a couple of years, I get a little bit like travel sick if I'm not driving myself. Just mm -hmm. I mean, at the beginning it was a bit worse, but it's basically just. I feel a little bit unwell usually, like nothing major. Like I, it doesn't really matter. I can also be co-driver for like two hours, three hours, no problem. And I have no issues with that. I just feel a little bit unwell, but nothing more than that. Yeah, on that day, because obviously I was already fucked up from the movie, I got fucked up even more, and I literally had to drag myself home. And since then, I basically get motion sick from basically everything. And uh, nobody really knows why. And getting a, getting a doctor's appointment where my parents live is really fucking amazing. Like, not. So it's a little bit of a problem and a struggle. And I also... 
yeah, I don't really know how that's gonna gonna get fixed. To be fair, like I I tried to like r- read about it, how that even is possible, but it's not really supposed to happen. But it's yeah, it's like, not. It's, I don't know. Like it's just, like I never have. I never had really bad issues with Trackmania or other games or watching series or stuff like that. But now, literally, I can't. I tried to like I tried um, watching the first day of of uh, Deska and Stufts. And I watched. I was through like maybe the first match, but after that, I was like, "Yeah, well, not, not, not I can't continue." The fun start. The, the fun problem is, which when I was when I first went to the doctor and told him, he was also like, "Huh? How? If I <laughs> if I get shit faced, like if I drink a couple of beers, then it works," which is literally the first thing anyone would tell you if you're getting you know travel sick. Don't drink alcohol. So yeah, yes. uh, it's. I mean, obviously we are no doctors, so uh, it's a little <laughs> bit weird right now. I'm basically getting drunk every every evening just so I can at least do something. Because like, what am I, I'm, what am I supposed to do? Like anything I want, I would want to do at my parents. I have to go by car, and by car is. I mean, it worked for like one week or so, but then after, then one of all of a sudden from one day to another, it all of a sudden was. Re- again like horrible while driving and it's not really safe so i'm not risking driving any long distances so that's that would be stupid to, to risk that right yeah it is uh, but but being co-driver is not really better <laughs> <laughs> taking medicine against it kind of helps but also only kind of so i also don't really want to risk driving long distances so i'm a little bit stuck and um, i'm hoping that uh yeah, I mean, doctor's appointments, getting them here takes a lot of time, so I still have to wait a little bit, but we will see how that develops. Anyway, that's that's my predicament at the moment. It's a little <laughs> bit... <laughs> I mean, I'm this laughing about it, but that's awful. watching 3D movies. Yeah, only because I watched a fucking 3D movie. I, and I, I, I mean, I never had issues with 3D movies before either, so that was unexpected. Like, it's not like, oh, well should have expected it like no why should i expect that i never had problems with 3d movies ever go with glasses and and like having the double glasses it's awful yeah i mean yeah. it's kind of annoying i do get dizzy when i watch 3d movies and for example uh, csgo is the game that i can play for a couple rounds a couple games and then i have to stop because i get the motion sickness yeah i mean it's basically like i just don't get it back to normal if that yeah, makes that sense. Yeah, that is the issue. Right? Like usually you just stop doing usually you just stop doing it and then it's fine, but for me it's just just I don't know. Not working. It's still there. Oh my god, that's so fucking annoying. Well, you guys now know what's going on with Shorty in his life. Yeah, sorry. That uh I took a little bit more time than I maybe no, should. No, it's okay. It... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> You're so gonna who, go who, wants to get, who wants to go second? Import. Are, are you sure you want me to go next? <laughs> oh, sure, I go. I mean, I don't know how long your story is I, because you don't know how long Import my story is. Import is going to take is. as much time as you I probably can. will take... I may not take as much time as Shorty, but I will come close to what, uh, Shorty. But my, my history is more related towards like esports as a whole rather than Trackmania, so... Same, same, but that led me to Trackmania. Yeah. So, yeah. How about you go first, and then I'll then I'll, I'll wrap us up. Okay, I'll go first. So uh, I've been playing games since I'm like four years old. 
uh, I got my first Nintendo. Nintendo. Uh, the box. I don't know the name. I got a four. And then I started playing, playing video games all the time because it was like, why not? And the year 2016, I was like, GameCube? No, it wasn't GameCube. Nintendo. I was. I don't remember the name. Yeah, the Super Nintendo. Elmo, it was a Super Nintendo. XE. Thank you, Chad. Um, yeah, I was uh, been playing video games, and then in 2016, um, I was already playing League of Legends, and I really got into playing League of Legends for some reason. Uh, I that year I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna take any opportunity that life gives me now. Uh, with photography, because I'm a photographer, I'm a professional photographer. So I got a sudden message from a friend that another friend of him was looking for a photographer to go to the riot offices in Chile, in Santiago. And they needed a photographer to start taking pictures of the players and making interviews and stuff. And I was like, actually, I have nothing to lose, so I'm just gonna... Sending him a message saying, hey, I'm available. This is my equipment. If it works for you, nice. I can go. Let me know. Uh, he contacted me back and then uh, he said, yeah, you can come here. Uh, and I was really happy because uh, in my family, I'm the worst gamer. Uh, um, I have three brothers and they are all amazing players. And I'm the shit in my family. So no. I was like, you know what? I'm going to the game offices that, of the game that you love. And I'm not even a pro player. Like in, in, the, in that regard, I felt so good because I was like, yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> and you don't <laughs> kind of uh, stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm a shit, but I'm going there. I'm going to meet all the players and people and stuff. So I went there and... Uh, uh, this person that needed the photographer uh, also had a website that it's called uh, Nerdmasia. Uh, and basically there I started my holy sport uh, career, kind of. Taking pictures, doing interviews, going to events, meeting people. And basically everyone, everything through League of Legends. And through that game... I got to meet uh, a friend, one of my best friends, actually. Uh, that is, uh, it was a Trackmania player because he doesn't play anymore. And you know when people come to you, and I mean I don't know if this happens to you, but they're like, I I want to show you a new game, or do you want to watch me play in a game? And I say yeah, sure. And he showed me TMNF, and I was basically watching whatever thing. Meanwhile, I have him on a second screen playing. And I look at the game and I literally say, that game is so ugly. This was in <laughs> 2018, 2019. True. Yeah. It, I, I, it is I, fucking ugly. It kinda. is so ugly, you know. And I love racing games. That is the thing. I, I've been playing racing games since I have memory. And I saw the game and I was like, you know, that game is so fucking ugly. And he was like, oh, you can download it, you can play it. And I was like, no, I'm not going to play that thing. 
and one day he was like oh my god i'm so excited because a new campaign comes out and i was like campaign of what and he was like trackmania trackmania 2020 and i was like what game i don't know and he showed me the new campaign of trackmania 2020 was uh, autumn campaign and I fell in love with the game. I was like, oh my god, this game is so pretty. And it's a racing game. And it has pink trees. And uh, everything seemed so good and so beautiful in the game. So I was like, oh, maybe I can start playing this, you know? And the funny thing is that he was asking me on how to improve on a, on a map. And I was like, how am I going to tell you how to improve on a map when I don't even play this game? Like, I have no idea. And he didn't have the club access, so he couldn't see the ghost. So he didn't find any other good thing that sent me a video of Erisel playing that map. And he was like, okay, you have to watch this video for like 20 times and let me know exactly where he lands on this moment. And I was like, okay. And I was helping him watching uh, the, 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 the video. And I was like, no, you have to land like a tiny bit, like one pixel to the left or one pixel to the right. I literally had no idea about the game. And then I was like, you know what? This game cannot be that hard. Like, it's a racing game. You play with pad. No, it cannot be that hard. I downloaded the game. <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't drive the first time. Oh no. I was like, why is my car going so fast to the left? And why is my car going so fast to the right? I wasn't playing with Pat. I tried and I couldn't. And it, because it felt awkward. So I, I played with keyboard. And he never told me that on keyboard, if you press one key, it immediately go to the left or it's going to go to the right. I didn't know. And I started the playing. car steals way more than you expect. It pretty does. Yeah, it does. So I was like, I, like I was so embarrassed because I was like, this cannot be that hard, you know. And well, it was. Um, I'm not a good at the game, but I love it. I love watching it more than playing it. Uh. Back in the day, I remember I was also streaming League. I started my streaming career kind of on that same time that the Trackmania started. So I was like, this is the perfect game to stream because I can stop at any given moment. Like, it doesn't matter. No one's going to get mad at me because it's a single player game. I can read the chat, I can go out for a drink, I can do whatever I want, and it's super relaxed. People loved it. The community seems super friendly, I start watching streams, I start watching Erisel, Spammy, which uh, it's, it's kind of a thing because uh, talking to him after watching uh, him playing and being on his chat, uh, as a chatter, it's, it's, it's kind of a thing, and, uh, like, I don't know, like a goal, like, you could say, talking to your one of your favorite streamers, you know? Um, 
and so with many people on the Trackmania community, everywhere everyone is so reachable. That I, that is the thing that I love the most about the Trackmania community. Um, yeah, I've been streaming. Trackmania also opened the door for me to work as a YouTube manager for a couple of YouTubers that are not on the Trackmania community and League community, but. Uh, it's been giving me opportunities that I never thought it would give. Uh, and basically my whole life and my whole career, even though I studied something and I have my major and something, everything has been around esports and games. And it's kind of crazy to think that a hobby, it's right now giving me uh, the life that I'm having, the opportunities that I got. And possibly I could get, like traveling, um, meeting other people that are amazing, having a life out of it, basically. And it always started as a hobby. And in the end, uh, it has been basically my life. And uh, Trackmania doesn't let you go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it really is. Like every single time someone says, "Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm done with this game," they usually always come back within two weeks. Either that, or they find to God for some reason that that works. That's the only thing that works. Like sneak all of a sudden. Like I don't know if you if, like. Sorry, but medicine, for example, like suddenly found to God, and I mean, not the first time that happens. But otherwise, usually you, you can never stop with Trackmania. You always come back after two weeks or. However long it takes, mother as well. So many. Yeah, players. there's so many people that they are like, oh, I'm taking a, I'm taking a. Right now, I am one of those. I'm taking a break, but because of life reasons and stuff, I'm not even on my PC. Like right now, I'm here on the podcast because I love doing the podcast. But other than that, it's like no, I, I, I don't want to play. I don't want to stream. I don't want to do anything because it came to the point of burnout content creating because also my life has been always around content creating not only for myself but mostly for others that sometimes the creativity is just gone and I just don't want to think about anything and I don't want to see anything and it happened with Trackmania that it was my main streaming stuff uh, reason and I don't want to burn out this game not so fast so i'm taking a break i will come back i don't know when but uh for now it's a break hopefully it doesn't last too long the good thing is that i love watching this game so having the competitions on the weekend has been a blessing <laughs> but yeah no more playing trackmania for a bit you better come back for trackadia first oh yeah well yes Talking about esports and uh, the life opportunities that I have always got. Uh, right now, I have the opportunity to stay in. Uh, I moved from Chile because, ah, oh, if I didn't mention, I'm from Chile and I moved to Germany. And last time for Tragedia, I couldn't go because my visa <laughs> uh, expired like two weeks before Tragedia or one week before Tragedia and I couldn't go that's so unlucky timing it was super unlucky 
But right now, I can stay out for a long, longer time than last time because uh, I got my visa things. So you might hopefully see me at Tracaria. Doing what? I have no fucking idea. But I'll be there enjoying taking pictures uh, mostly. That's what I do. That's what I love. So yeah, that's my story. I mean, I have other things in between, but it would be too long and I don't want to make it so long. But it's basically that. It's good, it it's good story. Link. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. And you better come to Trackadia. It's it's not a Trackadia. Right. We gotta stop using that name. Uh, yeah, but hey. we can't stop you. We, we can only stop using that name once we get the well, new we one. Have a once new we get name. the new one. Uh, no, not yet. We just have can the name we... of the venue. Have the name of the venue, Experion. Um, uh, with the name of the venue. Yeah. It's Experion, uh, Experion and Cologne. Just check it out. It's owned by Saturn. Um, is it my turn now? Do I? Is it? Yeah, it's your oh, turn okay. now. G gather around the fire, children. Uh, we got a story to tell. Um, so, <laughs> I've been a gamer all my life. I've been a gamer since a little kid. It's a typical gamer story. Uh, little nerd. Start starting at the age of five. Um, or four, depending on... I don't remember long time ago i'm 30 now um really my my first dip into esports or let me explain how i got into esports and um i was already playing video games pretty heavily was always kind of like a very competitive just in general especially when i was unleashed into the online world and online gaming world uh my competitive nature um always got the best of me so yeah, a uh, little, little tryhard. I, I started off in like kind of shooter style games and everything, FPS games, uh, games you probably have never heard of before. My first like FPS game was like Combat Arms. Um, not not Modern Warfare. I was not one of those people. I didn't actually play video games on a console. The only console I ever owned as a as a young uh, person was Nintendo consoles and nothing more. I never had an Xbox, never had a PS4, uh, PlayStation or anything like that. Really? With the family. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah. But no, I only ever had Nintendo consoles like Game Boy, uh, GameCube and 64, um, the Wii, Wii U switch. Obviously, I always now. wanted a Wii U. Yeah, yeah, I had I had the Wii. I bought the Wii U because and I'll get that. That'll get into the story. So uh, <laughs> esports. I started that uh, as I got into college. I was in university um, pretty I uh, how how do I start this? This is the thing. Growing up, I was homeschooled. Let's put it that way. So growing up, I was homeschooled. I had friends. I had a lot of friends. My family is very religious, um, very conservative religious. So I had friends in rela related into that community and everything um, growing up mm -hmm. that way. So I, I had those friends. Uh, and in fact, one of my longtime friends since I've known since I was five years old is actually coming out to the uh, to Germany to visit me. Um, next month for or for three weeks so um, oh, yeah cute. so so i still have like friendships and everything from those times and everything but especially like during my later teenage years into like when i was getting into college i was very much alone um a majority of my friends were online if that i really didn't even have like a solid friend group i just had my friends who i grew up with but they all lived in different states i lived in a different state because i was a military kid and i moved everywhere so i was never around my friends i never had a solid friend group 
Um, oh, I can understand that. So yeah, going into university, going into a dorm, a freshman dorm, um, having a roommate, dealing with with like. It, you have not experienced university life until you've experienced university life in the American university system. Uh, it's just very difficult to explain to somebody who's not accustomed or understanding of American. It, it, like even movies don't really explain like the dynamics of like, that's a very grandiose explanation of American university life. But um, let's just take, well, I wouldn't even call myself a shut in, but just to make it, the example easier, shut in kid going to university, being forced into very social situations. Um, and with the way I act now, you would never think that, but it, a very, very awkward, shy kid, um, going into university. And honestly, it was, a like, I was very innocent, very like the world is sunshine and rainbows. Like surely people aren't mean or anything like that. And college was a rude, rude awakening. I had a very abusive roommate. <laughs> actually quarter me in a corner and everything um and i and like the thing that that kept me sane was like uh i had i had some other friends in the university like i had a next door neighbor in the dorm uh he played video games he played league of legends i played league of legends i've been playing for like two years already um and we had like a we had that bond and connection over league of legends um going into my second semester that friend leaves uh the university he doesn't come back and we were supposed to live uh, in the same apartment together on the campus and he doesn't tell me until literally the day i move in and i'm calling him like hey so when are you coming in today he's like by the way i'm not coming to university no fucking way yeah my luck with friends was terrible bro um i i did not have the best choices of friends um and i'm even glossing over how sad it was because it was legit sad that same friend had a girlfriend she actually would hit me all the time um she was amazing it's only getting better yeah it's it it, it gets better so well actually i think that's about it like my freshman like year of university was probably the roughest year so going into the second year i'm like you know what i'm so tired of trying to fit into the mold of these people and like trying to befriend these people that i don't really like feel comfortable around anyways from the get-go because i'm a gamer first and foremost i want to do something that interests me and have friends that interest me so i decided you know what instead of just sitting here and moping around like a loser let me go start a club because I know that any student can start a club at any time in the university when they want to. So I went ahead and started a League of Legends or esports club at my university. All I needed, me. all I needed was fifty signatures. It didn't matter who from; they didn't have to be members of the club. I just needed fifty signatures. So I went into my classroom. Our classrooms were like fifty to hundred people, and I said, "Hey, I'm starting a, a, a esports club." um uh, like for gamers and everything for those who like to play video games would you guys even if you don't play video games can you guys just sign this so i can start the club boom got those 50 signatures easy i had somebody also helping me co-found the club um that i just kind of met um through a mutual friend at the at the campus and we started the club it was started by me he kind of helped he did he and then he left later on pretty quickly afterwards um first club meeting 40 people which is insane. Like, wow, I, I, like I, I did my best. I went around to people. I was like, hey, do you play video games or something like that? Like, hey, tried to, tried to go around every single place. We had like Facebook pages for our university. It was like, hey, gamers, like if you're here, there's an esports club uh, being made, that kind of stuff. 
So first year of the club goes great. We grow to like, um, I, I mean, it kind of averaged about 20 to 30 people participating, but overall, like th 20, 30 people participating on average, but overall there was like over a hundred people that like would come in, um, every once in a while. Um, and then I decided, you know what, since this is a big enough following and league of legends at that time was propping up university clubs, like league of legends, university clubs and giving yes. them resources and everything to help prop them up and give them a platform and be able to grow their clubs and become esports collegiate teams and everything. I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Why not? If I can make a club, if I can make a community, why not do that in a bigger form? So I approached the club sports, which is like the junior varsity to like an actual athletic uh, program in the university. Approached club sports and said, hey, yo, I would like to um, start an esports program within the university here. Um, I noticed that you guys, and at that time they were, um, trying to get in more STEM students. For those who don't know what STEM is, that's mathematics, engineering, uh, technology, I IT stuff. The nerds. Um, so, yeah, so the nerds. And that <laughs> university at the time was really trying to get the nerds in. So I was like, you know, we're like king of the nerds here as gamers. And like that would be a big way to get STEM students potentially interested in coming to this university in your program. And they were like, bet, let's do it. So they picked me up. Um, nothing really funding or anything. Um, there was a club membership, I think it was like 300 bucks, which sounds crazy to a gamer. But uh, like this is kind of normal for American sports clubs if you want to join. Um, so. Yeah, 300 bucks. But with that, you got like peripherals. We had like gunner glasses. If anybody remembers when gunners were like yeah. a super like big fat and everything. <laughs> so we had we had gunner glasses, uniform, like a jersey. And then like we got some other odds and ends and stuff. Um, and yeah, so so I made the club. <laughs> We were in a we were in a league for League of Legends collegiate scene. It was for ULOL is what it was called. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> University of League of Legends. So ULOL. And I like, don't know. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> this is very American stuff. We'll get to the ERP portion here. Uh, but yeah, so University of League of Legends did that. And obviously, uh, the the skill level of players at my university, we only had like two or three diamond players in the entire campus of like 25,000 students. No way. Yeah. So like we were, we were pretty like dead in terms of, uh, um, Leveled, skill. Yeah. yeah. Average <laughs> skill level was honestly like silver and gold players. And oh, I was one of them God. at the time. Like I was like a hard stuck, like si silver four player at the time. So, um, yeah, I was really in the mud. Um, and so yeah, that kind of happened. Um, and over time, I was like, you know what, like, this is cool and everything. But if I want to be able to get people to come to this uh, club and because at my time, I was like, our skill level sucks in League of Legends. I want to see if I can get more people outside of the university to maybe start coming to this university. I'm like already thinking like a recruiter for the recruiters. This is it, 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 it was very like <laughs> businessy orientated. So we did a year and. Like the club sports people, they weren't really giving me the support I needed. So I was kind of looking around and there was this um, startup company called Duel. Um, and Duel was just this tournament uh, tournament software platform startup that was like basically you could host your own brackets. Kind of like 
mm-hmm. challenge and all these other bracket platforms and everything. But on this one, you could also um, participate in mini tournaments. You you enter with a dollar entry against uh, and do a one v one against somebody, and then whoever wins gets that money. So it's almost kind of like gambling in a way. Um, where like you both, you both put a a (laughs) dollar in and then whoever wins gets like two bucks or whatever or something stupid like that. Um, but yeah, so I like approached them and they will, I forget how we even met each other to be honest, but, um, we started to end up collaborating with each other. They're like, yeah, we could like host you guys, uh, like sponsor you guys and like try to help you guys get your word out and everything and provide you some materials. They, they got us like how many t-shirts they ended up ordering us 150 like logo t-shirts like i commissioned to get a logo done for my university club which i still have to this day um the and we had shirts printed with the logo and the thing on the side they gave they gave us 150 shirts for free uh of like basically it was basically like a team jersey at that point but yeah it was just like t-shirts with our logo and everything 150 of those for free ton of lanyards like league of legends also uh like riot also gave us a ton of lanyards plushies hats everything all for free um and so i started working with duel they even let me become an intern and they were going to see if we couldn't get an esports facility built on our campus they were going to help me with that because i was like this would be like the next step because at the time, a lot of the universities that you uh, in for League of Legends University, like programs and everything, they were starting to get picked up by their universities, officially like taken as an athletic program. And these universities were investing, investing like tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of making esports facilities for their universities. And I was like, I can do this bet. And so I tried. And first I did it with Duel and the plan kind of backfired because what happened was um, we started in, we get this meeting with like a bunch of these people from a bunch of different faculties within the university and the club sports admin (laughs) that I had been working with for the previous year. And I hadn't talked to him. I kind of ghosted him because like he just like didn't really care and he just wanted like the club sports membership money. I'm like, you guys aren't giving like there's not a good enough trade to convince students to pay three hundred dollars to get like some gamer glasses that they don't even want. And like a, a, a mouse and like a mouse pad, like, come on. So. We get in this meeting everything happens and this club sports admin he's a very he's a i consider i call him a bulldog because that's how he would act um he straight up would like be like no this isn't happening and so we're having this meeting and like everything seeming look good these uh these um these departments are like yeah we might be interested maybe we can figure something out and he's like you know what this is my club program. You're a club sport of mine. Why are we even having this meeting? You're going around to other departments and like trying to get uh, support when you should have came to me first. And I was like, but you never helped out. Speedy, if you're here, it kind of sound familiar, uh, but it was enough um, to kick him into overdrive because then he was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and do this. So for whatever reason, He decided it switched his brain on because he realized that other department, like basically I had to get other department, other departments interested and make him realize how much like could be invested into this. 
because other departments, yeah, how much it's worth. So immediately after that year, this time with dual our relationship kind of falls away somewhat a little bit because I'm busy with like doing this. They give us an entire room in one of the existing buildings. They buy brand new, uh, brand new, 20 brand new PCs, headsets, mice, keyboards, all from Logitech. They, yeah. So we're talking immediately out of the gate, 25 grand. Yeah. That's not including the building that they gave us. Existing structure, so for them, cost is minimal. But if we're talking about renting the structure for a year, this is where I get my $80,000 figure from, is the is the structure itself. It was a big room. They gave us a bunch of chairs. They gave us desks and everything. Those, those chairs and desks, they were office-level, like, top quality. So we're talking adding another 20 grand on top of that. So we're at 45 grand right now. The building itself to run that, like if you, if you were to set that up, run that for a year and everything, that's another 20 grand. So we're talking around 60 to 80 grand of an immediate investment within several months of, of this transpiring. And the, like the amount of intense, like, interest we got immediately afterwards i had a official like meeting meeting for uh, for the sport club i think 150 people attended the first meeting and then it like trickled off it died but on top of that it wasn't just league of legends we added an overwatch team we added a um we added a csgo team i was involved in all three teams don't ask i i i just wanted to do everything at that point um, and then we had a smash bros weekly that we had. So we hosted a smash bros weekly and a ton of people, even from off campus came. So we, that smash bros weekly probably had more people on average than like everything else. Cause that would, sh- that would have like 50 people show up for the, for the smash bros weekly. And for a campus, like 25,000 people, it sounds a lot for a campus uh, that size. It's actually kind of small. It was a private Christian university, but still those numbers were kind of popping for, for what it was and for the investment that we got. Um, I had meetings every week. I had like a whole like council thing going on. I had this whole community built up and I never tell this story because I, well, I, I tell it to some people, but I don't mind sharing it because I think it's a lesson learned. I, in the intensity of trying to focus on building this and making a potential career because I saw the opportunities and I saw the possibilities of how this, uh, how things could come about it. I lacked on my studies. I slacked on my studies super hard to the point where I had to go on academic suspension, which basically meant I got kicked out of university for a year. That oh, is where, yeah. yeah. So that is where, that is where import is uh, the, the idiots in the story. So during this time, and, I, and when I say I fell flat hard on my face, I fell flat hard on my face. The university, especially the admin, I call him a bulldog, and I call him a bulldog for a reason. I sit in this meeting with them, and I tell him, hey, unfortunately, my grades have slipped pretty badly, um, so I am going to be put on academic suspension. I won't, if I come back, it won't be for a full year. Um, but I have, and I brought two people with me. I was like, they've been running the club with me. Um, they've been like my assistants and everything. They can run the club, honestly, with, without me. And I can, I can provide uh, consulting and everything, um, in between, which I totally skipped over another cool story and I'll get to that in a second, but we'll get through the heavy part part first. Um, the, 
club admin looked at me and basically said, you're a failure. Like, you suck. He literally called me a failure. You suck. Um, like, honestly, there's nothing I have to say to you. Like, you're, 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 I don't want to see you ever again. He never saw me again. What an asshole, man. Yeah, that was a, a paid employee at the university basically giving me the, uh, the 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 biggest like slap in the face ever yeah. like i think he was looking for an excuse to get rid of me because i honestly like at that time was very like pushy i, I was pushy like i was definitely like i want this 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 i i can get demanding <laughs> when i'm in that <laughs> mode um and i was like i want to get this done and this done and like there I, w- I would push things like if I felt like they weren't giving an appropriate response, I would I would take action, um, which they didn't like. But at the same time, I was a student. It's like I could basically do whatever the heck I wanted to. But yeah, after after that, it was it was terrible. But I mean, in the meantime, I got to do so many cool things. I got to go to watch live LCS games. We did like club trips. We went to Knott's Berry Farm as team like uh, Knott's Berry Farm is a theme park uh, in L.A. Um so we like combined going to Knott's Berry Farm and go go watch an LCS game the next day. Like we did cool club trips. I actually got to work with the Arizona Diamondbacks as a consultant. Um, Arizona Diamondbacks is a professional uh, baseball team. Mm-hmm. Um, they approached me directly, slid in my actual DMs and asked me if I could uh, consult them on running a League of Legends tournament or a esports tournament during one of their games. I did that. That was super cool. Um, yeah, so I got to have an amazing time. It's just like fell fat on my face. And I think that important lesson of this, and this is why I wanted to tell the story, uh, for this first part and then the rest part, it'll be a lot quicker. I promise. Um, this first part is that like, <laughs> make sure you got all your ducks in a row. Don't do what I did. Like it is okay to not in some things. Yeah. You need to put a hundred percent effort in. But not everything necessarily requires 100% effort because sometimes you go overboard and you lose focus of what matters. And at that point, it was my education and I completely screwed it. Doesn't mean I'm stupid. No, Uh, I'm still doing lands. I uh, I can still sell a turd. So don't even Um, like uh, I'm able to help build a community. Huh? Do you regret it? Not putting so much effort into your education? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've, really? I I kid you not the amount of how many years it took to get over um, the guilt and the. Just the overall, yeah, just the embarrassment of it. It took me years. Oh, I, yeah. I would I would wake up in the middle of the night with nightmares about being just ridiculed mocked laughed at and it happened for years like it i was in a hot mess mentally for at least a solid like couple years i mean even after university i got into a sales job go figure um and did really well on that ended up getting laid off fell into another slump i i was in and out of jobs constantly because of just dealing with that and then finally when my brain like kind of stops like trying to attack itself, um, I get popped the question from my parents. Hey, your dad's going, uh, getting stationed in Germany. Do you want to move with us? And I'm like, 
Well, I'm single. <laughs> I have really nothing keeping me here. I had two friends. I will say out of that university, I did keep two really good friends and I still keep in contact with them to this day. Um, and they were super supportive through me through the rough times. They knew that I was going through the ringer. They were super supportive of me. Um, but, um, yeah, they, it, like outside of that, it was like, nothing's really tying me down here in Arizona. Like, honestly, it was what it's a life once in a lifetime opportunity to live in a foreign country. So, yes. and I get to live with my parents. I was already living with my parents anyways. Um, not necessarily due to the fact of like job situation, but it was because I could have moved out at any time. There was an affordable housing um, that I could have easily moved into. It's a problem everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, like there was housing I could have afforded, but I just like my mom was alone. She was a pastor um, at, at the church uh, that she uh, was pastoring. And um, my dad was stationed elsewhere at the time. He was in a different state. So, I felt bad. Uh, I didn't want to leave her alone because she was already stressed and she didn't want to be left alone. Um, so me and my sister, we stayed with her and then it stayed that way till we all moved to Germany together. Um, the, then we moved to Germany and everything kind of reset new person, no friends, no nothing. So kind of meet a couple German friends and everything. Um, along the line, I kind of reconnect with Trackmania. Now, now we'll go to the Trackmania story. I started Trackmania in 2014. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, now, now we'll get to the Trackmania portion. I started Trackmania in 2014, played Trackmania Stadium 2 a little off and on, um, and just played mainly full speed. I thought I was good. I wasn't. I just like was a total super giga casual whatever. Um, and then stopped playing Trackmania because it was like, eh, it's boring, not that many people play, and I'm playing a game that nobody really cares about. Uh, compared to League of Legends. That's why I was comparing it to at the time. Good comparison. <laughs> yep. I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hard for to have a chance, but okay. <laughs> so then uh, Trackmania 2020 comes around. I'm like, oh, a new Trackmania game. That's so cool. So I start playing it, start playing it for the first, like, uh, all the way to, like, November, like, really avidly almost every day, playing Cup of the Day every day, or Track of the Day every day. Um and was like getting really good times, at least in my opinion, like top 100, like for for what for at the time I was like, oh, I think I'm doing pretty good. And then um, came into contact with Evo and Phenom through their servers. I was like, oh, you know, like Evo, let me let me see what they're about and everything. I, I hop on the Evo server and um, finally meet Phenom. And uh, we just have a nice little conversation. I'm American. I live on a military base, blah, blah, blah. He found that interesting because of uh, family history that he has with American bases. So we just kind of hit it off there. And uh, eventually I become a moderator in Evo, uh, just a Discord moderator, nothing special. Um, and then I stopped playing Trackmania again for like, I want to say about a five to six month stint. Um because of League of Legends, of course. Why not? Uh, I started playing League of Legends. <laughs> and then after that stint of League of Legends for five months, I just hardcore quit League of Legends. I play League of Legends maybe once every like six months. That's how like Same. little I play League because I just it's it's not worth the mental effort. I played uh, quite a bit recently with a bunch of the Ute guys. But yeah, anyways, 
Um, it's not worth it. To yeah, be it's not worth it anymore. I'm already game. over it again. I'm just like, yeah, you know, honestly, I remember why I hate it. And it's just like yes. there's when it when it's unavoidable issues that just make you irate mentally. Somehow I was able to keep my calm the last time I played. But there were mo- multiple instances where I was like, this is insanity. Why am I playing this game? And I just stopped playing. <laughs> so uh i got but yes. banned for being toxic imagine i wasn't even a toxic person oh i was and a toxic never person been. and you get got a banned for being toxic yeah i got Holy banned shit. for being toxic i got imagine. banned for being toxic i got an account perma banned i got at least several other i didn't i only got one account perma banned but like yeah I just tell people. No, I I tell people they were idiots and they're morons, and that was enough for Riot. Apparently, the only thing that I managed to do in Trickmania was that I got muted so for half a year because I was writing press alt four for boost because I didn't want to wait. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) That was a thing back then, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, but yeah, I come back to to Trackmania slowly, kind of slowly, but it was really when um. I was privy to some admin conversations where uh, the admins were talking, the current admins at the time, it was just Snicks, Breaker, Phenom. And I think Chris recently had become a uh, admin and they were talking about starting a casual team. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And it's Chris starts it with the help of Snicks and everything. It was kind of there like a child, but Chris really let it. Um, and I just started the casual team as a normal casual member. Um that was mid 2020 no 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 that was mid 2021 um then i kind of just rose up the ranks because i was just slowly realizing you know evo has like the the casual team when it started was like really cool it was just like a very small group of people and everybody was super nice and cordial to one another and then now everybody hates each other and they're a bunch of freaking more no i'm kidding um but uh <laughs> oh the uh the casual team really kicked off and I was like, Hey, if you need help, like I'm, I, I gave them my esports blurb that I gave, just gave you guys now my whole story. Like this is my history in esports. This is what I've been doing. Um, like I consider myself good at building communities. I did it as a kid. I didn't even go into that story, but I did it as a kid too. I <laughs> built like small, like foreign boards and like small communities and everything. It's just something I always did when I was growing up. Natural leader. Yeah, I I wouldn't call myself a leader. I'm an idiot, is what I am. Um, but uh, <laughs> the, <We all> are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just like I I just like building communities. I think it, having a place to call home and people to feel comfortable and have fun at. Fun per hour yes. has always been my motto, and I keep that in Evo, and it's going to become the motto of Evo. Um, but yeah, like after that, eventually I become a team leader for the casual team one of the team leaders and then immediately shortly afterwards i become an admin um and from there it just kind of starts me as an admin nobody really knows me but hey that's okay me and chris we start working on a lot of like uh just like stream events and everything my first cast was a accident we start we made evo full speed survival that was our first like uh evo major competition that we had with prize money and everything i helped get that sponsored by the way for 750 euros thank you very much um and the (laughs) the seventh week or so 
there was uh, nobody able to stream the event. So I start talking. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just cast this like jokingly. And then uh, the meme became a reality. And eventually I start casting it. Then me and Chris cast the final of EFS with the CD. That was pretty crazy. That was like my first real cast. And then, um, yeah, so EFS happens and we're like, great. And then after shortly after EFS, I get approached from uh, a guy named Tim, the Vemzer guy, uh, talking about wanting to start a LAN in Hamburg and Ooh, for Trekmania. And when when that happened, I slid my f- foot in the door and I was like, yo, you're not doing this event without Evo. And that is how I popped the frick out of nowhere for the rest of these people who did not know me before Trekadia. That is that is how it happened. And the rest I is history. I didn't know that it happened in that way. Yeah. So that is my story. It took a, it took a while. I told you it was going to be about as long as Shorty's story. Yeah, that, that's totally fine though. I th- and I think both Lime and me, I think we can be very happy about the order because honestly, your story is by far the most impressive one. Like huge respect for what you did there. Like actually, yes, it's, really it's been a like, journey. Could, like, and I, I still don't get paid. Doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unlucky maybe <laughs> next time. <laughs> you know, everything that I, I mean, working with the YouTubers that I work with, yeah, they they paid me not so well. Uh, yeah. One one actually, I work with Cloud Nine. Yeah. I work mm-hmm. with Bunny Fufu. Oh, okay. What a fucking asshole. I, I, I bet. He's, he seems like a dick. <laughs> he is a dick, you know? And he he was all, like, in the first meeting, he was, like, all, like, super nice and blah, 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 blah. And, and yep. then he became, like, a fucking asshole. And I was like, you know what? I'm out. And I, I called it a day, and I was like, you know, I'm out. He I, I don't blame you. He's no. a fucking idiot. Uh, and the other guy, no, he was really nice, and everything was was good. That was the only, the few few times that I actually got paid for doing my job. Uh, but all the other times since I started with uh, Nermasia, that it was the website the news. Uh, we will cover everything that you could imagine in the. Uh, gaming scene, game releases, game uh, tournaments, uh, game reviews, technology review, events, whatever, whatever you want, it was there. Yeah. Uh, I went to so many events. Most of them I had to pay it by myself because we were non-profit and no one was paying us to do that. We were there just because we loved it. And we got a, a few brand dealership, but the only thing that they gave us was a few pawns that I couldn't even use for the anything. And I never got paid. <laughs> Everything that I'm done, it's by just for love. And if I'm right now here in yeah. Germany, it's also for love. By <laughs> oh well, not not in that regard. No, 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 no. Wait. <laughs> but it's it's sad that it happens to so many people they're doing work for basically free yeah Yeah. basically you hear that in multiple parts i I mean 
at this point i i've been okay with it with not getting paid i i tell my parents because like i've always been asked by my parents and even to this day they kind of <laughs> yeah. they kind of jokingly this time they understand it more than anything else i'm like you know honestly i know for a fact that i may likely never get paid for anything i do especially in track media <laughs> Especially in track media, bigger, you never know. Uh, I mean, you never cards. know. But even then, like it, at the same time, I I tell, and, and this is what I tell everybody: I'm like, look, it is a hobby. I enjoy what I do, and and as long as that is the case, then I will continue to do it. And as long as it doesn't cause a detriment to my real life, and luckily, my real life is very simplistic. I just work a couple days a week because it's a part time job, and I get to spend a lot of time with my family. And if I'm not spending time with my family, I'm spending time with Evo. So, hey, I, I have Your other family. Yeah, my other family. So I have <laughs> a very like family. I have a very good life right now and I wouldn't change it for anything right now. So, um, yeah. And so the, the payment thing is never a big has never been a big deal. And anytime I've ever gained money, I've always given it back so like the the investments that that were always for the club that was always for the club i don't think i kept anything except for a couple league of legends lanyards bro i'm gonna keep a couple league of legends lanyards because they gave them to us <laughs> like, actually like, yes yeah you started with the game and now actually you're here i technically okay i take this back i technically did get paid on uh, when i was doing working with duel they made me an intern they made me a college intern and they actually sponsored me quote unquote um for multiple things actually now i'm thinking about it um they sent me to salt lake city uh on a plane to go to a gaming convention and just like have a booth with them there and run the event there did that um and the people that I was going to for these gaming conventions were also people who also were University League of Legends organizers that I met mm -hmm. through like their whole connection thing. So I kind of made like friends with them. Um, so there was a guy in Utah, uh, Salt Lake City, uh, did a, a gaming convention with him. And then there was a whole group of uh, organizers in uh, the like Midwest area. So like Ohio, Cincinnati, Indianapolis area. There's this uh, big um, nerd gaming convention, board game convention for like D&D &D and stuff called Gen Con. Um, that's in Indianapolis. And I got sent there twice, which was really cool. I, I, I went there like... Uh, Actually, no, wait. I, yeah, I went there. I went to Indianapolis Dice. I went one to Indie PopCon and then the second one for Gen Con, both representing Duel. That was really cool. And then this is my this is my actual esports professional history. I kid you not. <laughs> Duel sponsored me and my friends from my university to go to the first ever or, and participate in the first ever official Overwatch tournament. So there was the Overwatch tournament, one of their very first official like $25,000 prize pool tournaments. It was in Santa Ana, California at the esports arena there. And I participated in that. Got eliminated first round. But anyways, <laughs> I was there and I got sponsored free hotel and we had a blast. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Overwatch is a freaking death, the game. Isn't it just it? sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I, I cannot I will never complain about how many cool experiences I've had in my life. And like they at this point, they overshadow like all the 
the the sad part about losing that esports mm-hmm. program and everything like everything that i've done up to this point especially now the stuff that i've done in evo like holy crap the cool things that we've done in evo that maybe not everybody has always necessarily seen but like the so many cool things that we've done it doesn't it doesn't matter anymore i'm enjoying life so and i get to do a podcast with two cool people too with their own stories which makes it even 10 times better so that, that is one thing you put them on a balance you know yeah the fun times uh the experience and turning your time with people and with things that you love you know uh versus getting paid that was one of the things because my parents were also all the time well asking me are you gonna get paid in the Marcia? and i was like no we are non-profit no one's paying us when i yep. started streaming and buying my pc and everything my mom would come to my room and she was like, oh, how was your stream? Ah, it was good. Uh, and how much do you earn today? I was like, mom, this is not uh, getting paid here. Fun fact, my dad. Yeah, oh, we, we, can, we, can, we can start wrapping it up. I mean, we're almost at two hours now, but we're Shut having up, fun, yeah. Chris. Shut up. <laughs> Let's go for another hour. Let's go for another person? hour. <laughs> I don't have to wake up at six in the morning. No, uh, uh, but yeah, so it's now time for Q and a with the chat Spotify. I'm sorry. If obviously, anyone has a question, but if anybody has a question about anything we talked about, even our lives, if you want to, uh, ask us deep questions or personal questions, uh, at least for me, I'm okay with it. I already gave you my life story. So I'm also okay with everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm also open with personal questions. But yeah, it, it, it's it's been a it's been a good podcast so far. So does Spotify have a time limit? The <laughs> Spotify? Guys, no. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. We we can we can technically talk as long as we want. That that's Chris telling us he wants to go to bed or do it's something the longest, else. It's the longest song on earth uploaded on Spotify. Wasn't it like something like eighty eight hours or something like that? Probably. What's the meaning of life? Speedy, it's... The 42. It's, 42. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. from a game, isn't it? Or a movie? I don't know. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Wasn't uh, it? Wasn't it was it some movie? type of meme. Wasn't that, that was like a, a kid's meme or something like that? No, it was from a movie or series. It was from a movie. Like Star Trek and... or something like that? I'm not sure. Some Why does movie? Import like mm. to talk so much? Ice, you're a troller. And you know it. Really mad. Today, actually, I would have talked more, but we change uh, schedules again. Now I'm on the degenerate schedule once again. So I'm the going to bed schedule. at like <laughs> 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And Amazing. I'm tired. <laughs> one of us is dying, the other one is getting motion sick. We are <laughs> great. <laughs> Are either of you are either of you are either of you participating in the two v two internal event that we're having on this Saturday? No, because no. Shorty. I'm a sh- oh no, wait. I mean, yeah, I you mean, can't right? <laughs> Short Shorty's literally disabled right now, so Basically. so that's not happening. Well, I guess there's not really what. What about the name Export Land? Nah, nah. Export can, can we have it like ex- experience cologne attract mini experience 
Well, the working title right now is uh, Trackmania Experion powered by Intel. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But but uh, I mean, you if, can't always make world plays. It just sometimes it works, sometimes it someone doesn't. Someone from the or or if we want to include like Experion and Evo together, if we want Evo in the name, there's X XPVO or or mm-hmm. Evo XP like can do that. Maybe. I like XPVO. That's my favorite. It's it's actually it's not so it's not a bad one. Trackperions. Trackperion. Yeah, we tried to do. We tried to do Trackmania experience. Like, Like, uh, what? Yeah. What? What? What was it? It wasn't just. No, it was. Uh, was it Trackperience? Was the one that we like? Like, so there was one name that we like thought was like really cool, and it was oh Trackperion or something like that. I think it was, or whatever. But it like the way it, when it looks written out, it looks so ugly. I was like, nobody would attend Trexperion yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it I'm looks looking. ugly. But uh, yeah, experience. <laughs> it's so so. <laughs> it's great so badly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess there's no other questions, so that is going to be the. We end. can call it a day. We can call it a day. It's been a good long podcast. We got to talk and learn more about each other, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure that you are leaving feedback uh, for our podcast here. If you have anything, wait. You have a question? Okay, go, go, Nevovo. Do it now, one, really one, quick. One. Import, yes. There's surely still some some <laughs> random bits we can throw in here and there. Like Shorty example, D, showcase some. In fact, still playing Trackmania. Sh- Shorty, showcase some punching bag skills. No. <laughs> like, fun fact: I have really bad and I actually have like an a wrist it... injury that didn't heal right. So, uh, no, I literally would hurt myself. Is it true and... that you have a seal on your head? What do you mean? I'm very confused. Wait, you or, or me? Or uh, me, I guess. Uh, well, it's for me. Is it true that I have a seal on my head? I'm not sure what you're referring to. Um, but he, he, he's he's saying my name again. Seal. Oh. <laughs> uh, so if you're in the Evo Discord <laughs> and you check out the bot spam channel. <laughs> uh we have a bot called mid journey bot and basically you can kind of give it a prompt and it will generate an ai artwork of that prompt or you can feed it uh emi- a couple images and it'll morph those images well um xlrb one of our other admins uh decided to morph my image the uh the stashport picture that snippin made it merged stashport with the seal face and so now when you see the image, it's literally instead of a mustache, it's like the full like stash whiskers, like face of a seal with <laughs> merged into my face. And then I have like this weird bump that looks like a cyst on my cheek. It's really weird. What uh, the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> it's hey, uh, it's, it? it's 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 in bot spam and the bot spam channel. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty great. Seaport. Yeah. Yeah, somebody should make that image uh, an uh, Quilo. I know you're here. Make make that image uh, uh, an emote, and we'll call <laughs> it Sealport. <laughs> All right, that is it. We're done here. 
Uh, you guys have a good rest of your day. Lime, Shorty, do you have anything to say before we go? Thank you for listening and watching us and being here. And remember, you, you can reach a lot of things if you do things for free. <laughs> but hopefully you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the major takeaway is know your worth. It right? is. Hey, it's not. It's it's all about the friends we made along the way, right? It's uh, it's about the friends. We are not so in cheesy. Real life is line. not an anime. Real it's <laughs> unless it's my life, then it is an anime. Just a poor anime. It's really poor. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to get myself in trouble if I keep talking anymore. All right. You guys have a good rest of your evening. Thank you so much. Leave some feedback. Show some love. Follow all, all our things. You can find it anywhere. Blah, 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 blah. We love you. Goodbye. See you. Goodbye. Bye.